Hi, girl. Hi, girl. Mm, 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 mm. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How are you going over there in New Zealand? New Zealand is really good. <laughs> so look, let, I reckon we just jump straight into this one today, Shireen. Get into it. There is no time to fluff about. I feel like out of all of the stories we've done so far, which is only two, <laughs> this one's probably the heaviest. No. Yeah, it's a little dark. The story I have for you, it involves a lot. It involves a love triangle. I was a yoga teacher and an international manhunt and a true Jekyll and Hyde character. I mean, it's going to blow your mind. Strap in. (laughs) I'm ready to go. (laughs) So, Rainey, I'm going to take you back to May 11, 2022. That's not actually that far back. I actually know exactly what I was doing May 11th, 2022. And that's not because I looked it up, but I was with you. What? Yeah, girl. Yeah. What were we doing? We were just hanging out in New Zealand because it was, you know, I just had Soma. She was probably five months and it was just one of my trips home. I remember I wasn't here for Mark's birthday and his birthday's on the 7th. (laughs) The 7th. (laughs) Holy shit. Or edit that pause a lot closer together. Oh, Yeah, so really it's not that long ago at all. And our story centres around an amazing woman. Her name's Mariah Wilson. Her name is actually Anna Mariah Wilson, but she chose to use her middle name. Mariah Wilson has just left her where she lives in San Francisco and she is heading to Austin, Texas. She's going to stay with a friend and she is competing in a gravel cycling race. Gravel. She's just some gravel cycling. Some gravel cycling, yeah. (laughs) So (laughs) we're covering all the topics that we know nothing about. Mariah is actually an incredible athlete, 25 years old. She, honestly, she's just one of those chicks that can do anything. She's beautiful, very like wholesome girl next door. She's super smart. She's actually an engineer. She grew up in a very athletic family. She was a pro skier at one point and after an injury and the rehabilitation process, she did a lot of cycling and realized, hey, I'm actually really amazing at cycling too. So she moved into being a professional cyclist. So she's got the brains. She's beautiful. She's athletic. She's just, she's a triple threat. She's got her shit together. Yeah. she's just, And she's just so lovely. You know, when you see those people and you don't even need to talk to them, but they just exude sunshine. Like you. Oh, girl, we know that's not true, but thank you. That is so true. No, it's not. We look like a pack of bitches. Are you kidding me? (laughs) Yeah, sunny bitches. No. (laughs) The amount of times that we heard growing up, like, oh, I thought you were such a bitch, but you're actually really nice. I think you're such a snob. Well, guess what? When I look at you, I just see pure sunshine. (laughs) Same with you, Rainey, but like, let's keep it real. (laughs) You know what I mean? You just see people and they just... They just exude positivity, warm smile, really beautiful, but not in like a, she spent hours on her makeup and her filler and Botox appointment, just naturally beautiful. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? She's just wholesome, salt of the earth. Love it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so anyway, Mariah Wilson, she's heading to Austin. She's going to stay with her friend, Caitlin Cash. And so she actually leaves on the 10th of May, so the day before, and she arrives there. She's hanging out with her friend. On May 11th, she's actually made plans to go on a... Well, a catch-up slash date. There's a little controversy around this. She's going to meet up with a guy named Colin Strickland. Now, Colin is massive in the cycling world as well. He's a little bit older than Mariah. He's 36 
And he's just the freaking kingpin in gravel cycling, okay? So he's just like top dog, wins all the races. He's sponsored by Red Bull. All the big brands sponsor him. Everyone knows who he is. He's like, he's it. He's it. And he lives in Texas. He lives in Austin, yeah. So Mariah's come. She's going to catch up with Colin. And Mariah and Colin have a little bit of history. So this is May 2022, but back in October 2021, they actually had like a little fling They were kind of seeing each other. It was literally like 10 days. It turned out Colin was on a bit of a break from his girlfriend. And yes, on a break and was hanging out with Mariah in that little break. But then he ended up going back with his girlfriend, who we will move on to her a little later in the story. So Mariah's catching up with Colin. They're going to go out on a catch up slash date. Colin comes and picks her up on his motorbike. So Not his bicycle? No, he's coming in (laughs) and coming down on the old hog. And picks her up and they head to a, it's like a swimming pool. It's actually really beautiful. It's this beautiful pool. It's quite an iconic spot in Austin. Got an incredible view. It's just a really cool, it's a cool vibe. So they go for a swim and then after that they head to this place where they have burgers and tiki cocktails. I mean, this sounds like a fucking great date. Yeah, I'm into it. This is a date, right? Mm-hmm. It's a date. Sounds like a date to me. It's a date. So anyway, they have this great catch up only for a few hours. And Colin proceeds to take Mariah back to Caitlin's house, Mariah's friend, Caitlin, and drops her off. Caitlin actually has this really high-tech doorknob. She's got a high-tech doorknob. Where oh, you like can- an electronic doorknob? An electronic one where you put in a little, little code and she gets yeah. notified when people come and leave the apartment. So... Mariah uses her personalised PIN number and Caitlin can see that her friend has arrived home at 8.36. So basically, that's what happened May 11th. Nice. Caitlin, I'm going to call her Kate because there's another Caitlin that's going to come into the story a little later, which is Colin's girlfriend. So it's going to get a little confusing, girl. So Kate is the friend. Okay. Kate is a friend. Kate comes home around just before 10. She comes home and she notices the door is unlocked, which is kind of weird because she's got this passcode on her door and it's just normally it's supposed to be locked. So anyway, she comes into the house to find the most horrific scene. Her friend Mariah is lying down in a pool of blood in the bathroom and she's not moving. She's not responding. That's a terrible, um, terrible way to find your friend. It's horrible. Oh, horrendous. Horrendous, horrendous. So Kate is in a panic. She calls 911. They have asked her to do CPR, which she's doing CPR. It's pretty clear that her friend is actually not alive. Within a few minutes, paramedics, police arrive, and they can tell immediately that she's actually been shot. So Mariah's actually been shot in the head and the chest, and they whisk her away. They get her to the hospital, but she's declared dead at about 10 past 10. So this is... Shocking to say the least, because here you've got Kate has her friends staying with her, come from a different city. She's been this is the second night that she's been there and she's been murdered in her house. Oh, it's absolutely horrific. The horror, the absolute horror. So the police are there. Immediately, Kate has really great information to give the police because they can see that she came home at 8 36 p.m. So within not even 90 minutes later, this is when Kate has come home. So something's happened in this 90 minute window. And she knows exactly where Mariah has been. She's been out with Colin Strickland on a catch-up slash date. So the cops are like, okay, we need to find Colin. So they go, someone's off to the station trying to figure out who the hell's Colin, where does he live, how can we find him? And in the meantime, you've got the cops going around the neighbourhood. And these days, it is just really 
hard to get away with anything because there's just so much CCTV footage and also those doorbell ring cameras. Oh, there's so much. Oh, my God. I think uh, old Colin has got some uh, explaining to do. Colin, yeah. Bloody Colin. We'll get to Colin in a minute. (laughs) So anyway, the cops are reviewing these ring, what are they called? Ring doorbell? Uh, Yeah, the ring cameras, ring doorbell. Well, ring doorbell. I'm sure that's not what it's called. The ring, the ring doorbells. The ring so, bell. The ring bell. So they are reviewing the ring doorbell footage, and they can see this black SUV that is in the area right around the time that the murder happened. They're reviewing footage. You know, going back a few hours, they can actually see that this car was there earlier in the day. So they're like, okay, this is dodgy. There's this vehicle. It's been clearly circulate, like you know, circling, circling, circulating. <laughs> it's been circulating the area. It's been doing some circles. It's been doing some circles around the area. Yeah, this car has been doing circles all <laughs> evening. So the cops are like, right, we need to find this circulating vehicle and we need to find Colin Strickland. Might I add, this vehicle also had a bike rack on the back. Mm. There's a lot of bikes involved in the story today, Shireen. Yeah. So upon also sort of doing some searching and canvassing of the area, they actually find Mariah's bike has been ditched in the bush, not too far from the house, which is kind of weird because if, let's say if this was a robbery gone wrong, these bikes are worth about $12,000. Oh, they're huge money. Very expensive. That's like, that's like the price of my car. <laughs> not your car though. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> but definitely my car. You know, we live very different lives. So the next day, they have found Colin Strickland. They know exactly where he lives. They've found his, they've managed to track him down. He has an Austin address. They're like, boom, daddy, let's go get him. And when they arrive to his house, what do you fucking know, Shireen? Well, I'm about to find out. (laughs) (laughs) That SUV belongs to Colin. No. Oh. It's parked right outside that house. It's not looking good. So they arrive and they actually uh, find Colin outside at the time. And as they approach him, they're like, do you know Anna Wilson? And he's like, no, I don't know Anna Wilson. So immediately like, this guy's guilty. He's denying that he knows her. The car's outside. But, of course, Anna Wilson is Mariah Wilson because she goes by a middle name. So there's a bit of confusion there. Of course. Look, I don't know if they told him what had happened immediately, but they're like, we need to talk. We need to take you down to the station. So he's like, yeah, 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 let's go. Let's go immediately. He's like, you know, whatever you need. They ask, whose vehicle is this? And he says, that's my girlfriend's, Caitlin Armstrong. Of course. Who is uh, obviously likes to ride bikes too. She does. So they take old Colin down to the station for a bit of questioning. Do you, want, do you need to get that? <laughs> yeah, don't worry. This will be over soon. Okay. So, <laughs> don't worry, but I don't know got places to go. Do, do you mind? <laughs> Hello? <laughs> She's got no time for this, guys. It's fine. We are actually recruiting a new host for Can't Handle the Drew Club. Two shows and I'm out. Anyway, they take Colin down to the station. They're questioning him for about... Six hours, long time, and a whole lot of information starts to come on out of his mouth and it's not sounding great. So it turns out Colin is in a long-term relationship with a woman named Caitlin Armstrong and it's been a little rocky to say the least. 
So Colin actually knows Mariah, as we mentioned a little earlier, when he was on a break with his now girlfriend in October 2021. So they went on a bit of a break. He had a bit of a fling with Mariah. He got back together with Caitlin. Things haven't been great, but they're still living together. They actually run a business together. So like from the outside looking in, they're in a relationship. They're pretty involved. There's a lot. There's a lot going on. There, there's a lot going on. They got together just before COVID. She moved in. Probably got locked down together, which can be very testing for a relationship. Sure can. So maybe that's where some of the tension arose. But who knows? Anyway, so they've been together. Colin has been very clear. I just was out just for a catch up with Mariah. Nothing fishy going on here. I mean, it was a pretty saucy catch up swimming in burgers and tiki cocktails. Sounds like a, like you said, a pretty good date. Oh, I want to go on that date. <laughs> so he, what had also happened is he'd changed Mariah's contact details in his phone under a different name. Let me guess. Peter? <laughs> Greg? <laughs> Greg? <laughs> Possibly. So old Colin's out swimming with Greg and having tiki cocktails. It's not looking good either way. Clearly he's trying to cover his tracks. He's trying to hide his movements from his girlfriend, Caitlin, who he also insists is not a jealous type. Like she's just not a jealous type. The cops share the information with Colin. Well, why is her car circulating the area? Yeah, sounds a little jealous and crazy. That's right. But also Colin's like, no, 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 bro. Like, I don't know if he said bro. No, <laughs> detective, there's no way my girlfriend would be involved. She's a yoga teacher. Oh yeah, namaste. She's a yoga teacher. She's spiritual. He also goes on to say that she might have just been in the area because she's quite spiritual and intuitive, but also like, okay, what has that got to do with anything? <laughs> she's actually psychic. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> she knew where he was. That's it. And also, the other thing that we've got to remember is Mariah is not from Austin, so she was just visiting and staying with a friend. So it's not like Caitlin knew to go past Mariah's home because her home is in San Francisco. Exactly. It's all very weird. They're looking into Colin's alibi. They can actually track him dropping off Mariah and leaving on his motorbike and getting home at the right time that it would take that sort of travel. There was no stopping in between. And they can also see that once he was home, his phone did not leave the house and he was on a phone call over that period of time when Mariah was shot. Does that really mean, is it like a, you know, airtight alibi? I don't know. Maybe he could have called someone on the phone, left the phone there and jumped in the car and went and did the, did the murder yeah. and come back. Yeah. But they're pretty convinced that he wasn't the shooter. Mm -hmm. We need to talk to Yogi Caitlin Armstrong. So they start to do some digging into her and what do you know, they have a warrant, an outstanding warrant for her arrest. So they're like, yes. excellent. Perfect. They can bring her in and they can actually hold her. Because I think this is the hard hardest thing when you come into these, you know, when you're on the other side being interrogated, you do have the right to an attorney or to leave if you are not under arrest. So now they're like, cool, we can actually arrest her and bring her in because it's not looking good. It's looking pretty dodgy. So they go to Caitlin's house, which is Colin's house, and they arrest her. At her front door because they've got this arrest warrant. Do you know what the arrest warrant is for? Is it for Ooh. a previous stabbing? Or? <laughs> no, it's not for a previous stabbing, but it's for, it's quite funny. So this arrest warrant was actually, she did a little Botox treatment. Ah, oh, Botox and run. She, a little Botox and run. <laughs> Botox and run. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, so freeze. <laughs> freeze. It's already frozen. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't pay for it, but it's good. <laughs> so she, um, she actually, in 2018, she went and got some Botox. That's $650 worth, which, I mean, look, I've never had Botox. <laughs> 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 Neither. <laughs> <clears throat> Sounds like 
sounds like quite a lot of units. Well, it depends. You could be getting multiple places. Not that I would know, but you could be getting, you know, <laughs> the eyes, the frown, the forehead, the lip flap. That all adds up. <laughs> the lip flap. That all adds up. The nose, the chin. Well, I know that it's quite pricey over on our side of the world. Should have you been here? In New Zealand, I hear it's, I hear it's very bad. Yeah. It's just when I walk past these storefronts, I'm like, oh, my God, what's a unit? <laughs> $50 a unit. It sounds like a lot. I want one. All right. Give it up. Right. I don't even know if you're happy or sad right now, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all of the above. <laughs> so anyway, she went to get some Botox. She came out. She's got a MasterCard out of her wallet and was like, actually, can I pay with my visa? It's in the car. Let me leave this MasterCard right here and I'll be right back. And they're like, yeah, of course. Go for it. And she fucking made a mad dash for the car and she got it and she left. And she was never to be found again. 2018, this is now 2022, so she got away with it for quite some time. Can we just say also, like, amateur move, you left your card there with your name on it? I know, and you just had a medical procedure, you dumb idiot. Oh, yeah. What a dumb idiot. So she's in for questioning. She's got her back up. She is not behaving in the way that somebody would that's just found out about, you know, this person being murdered. She's literally sitting still. Still, There's no movement. And she just denies knowing this person. She denies having any idea that her boyfriend was out at with Mariah the day before. And unfortunately, as the cops are going through doing some paperwork, they realize that the birth date does not match. So they've got this arrest warrant for Caitlin Armstrong with a different birth date. And it's quite a generic name, mm. Caitlin Armstrong. So now they're like, oh, no, oh, no. Okay. So they have to let her know, hey, look, there's been a clerical error and the birthdays don't match. And this is kind of the only time that she really gets, a, she gets quite pissed off. So she says, you know, you come to my house and you arrest me in front of everyone for nothing basically implying like how embarrassing that was for her and the detective is is saying you can leave at any time the doors open but she's not leaving because I guess it's that kind of intimidation tactics where the detective's sitting right in front of her but the door is open so at any point in time she could have just got up and was like peace out I'm going but she didn't so the the detective did manage to get a few more questions in there asking her if she well, you know, telling her what had happened to this poor girl, trying to get some information out of her. And the whole time she's literally sitting there in her chair going, can I leave now? Can I leave now? Can I leave now? That was her response. And I mean, doesn't look good. How old is she? She's 34 at the time. Oh, sounds a little immature. Yes, definitely. She leaves eventually. So this is all happening the next day after Mariah's been murdered. So May 12th. They've had her in for questioning. She she leaves and she actually goes to catch up with Colin over coffee. Colin's a bit kind of in shock. He doesn't even know what to think because obviously the cops are thinking she's done something. She's saying she didn't. Also, Colin's like, holy shit, Like I was the last person with her. It's not looking good. Holy shit. Holy shit. It's not looking good. <laughs> Caitlin says to Colin... I think I'm going to go stay with my mom for a few days, just clear my head. Mm. Colin's like, I think it's a really good idea. Yeah. So she leaves. Yeah, she did. I see where this is going. Yeah. She leaves. She fucking heads straight down the street to the <laughs> nearest CarMax and she <laughs> trades that car in for $12,000. Cash. Cold hard. Boom. And then she actually heads to the airport and she goes to Houston and then she goes to see her sister. Now, this is all happening very quickly. So this is on May 14th. So this is literally like two, it's like two or three days later after Mariah's been murdered. 
So she goes to see her sister. At this point, I don't know how much is in the media. I don't actually know what her sister knows. So she stays with her sister for a couple of days. And then the cops are actually back in Austin trying to find her because they're like, yo, we got more questions. Where are you? And they, no one knows where she is. Nobody knows. Her phone's not working. They're, I mean, she has clearly gapped it. It's looking very bad. It's looking very bad. So on the 19th of May, they issue an arrest warrant for Caitlin Armstrong for the murder of Mariah Wilson. Yes. So this is about a week later and they're like, boom, daddy. Bitch going down. Bitch going down. Yeah. But they can't find her. And they managed to track her whereabouts. I think they get a little hot tip that she'd gone to see the sister. So then the detectives go to find her sister. And the sister had said that she dropped Mariah at the airport. But then Mariah had called her and said, I'm actually just going to drive back to Austin. So the sister thought she was going to be flying back to Austin. And then she thought that was really weird. Like, why would she be driving? Mm. But then vanished into thin air. Like, no one can find her anywhere. What had actually happened, Shireen? is allegedly Caitlin had stolen her sister's passport and she flew to Costa Rica, baby. Oh, my God. Mm. Wow. So let's just talk about that. We don't actually know if she stole it or if the sister gave it to her. The sister's never been charged with anything, and I don't know what the state of their relationship is like. And I was talking about this with Mark, and I said that if you came to me with a problem, we're like, it's the passport. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> wink, wink, nudge, nudge. And Mark was like, what? I'm like, well, I would be like, yo, <laughs> you know, you make your bed, you line it, but if you need some extra pillows. <laughs> here you go. Here's a pillows are in the linen cupboard. Yeah, but I am not helping you make it. You know, here's a lot yeah. of cash too. <laughs> That's, but I said to Mark, we've got a very different relationship. I, I even pulled out my phone and I said to Mark, Shireen and I spoke, I went through the call log, I I called you 14 times yesterday. Hey, I loved every single phone call. I don't know. That could be a record. I was quite, I thought it'd be about eight or nine. I was like, oh, 14 no. minutes. No, we've had, I reckon we've had more than that another time. It's bordering on obsession. We do. We are planning a hen's party right now, so there's a lot to talk about. Yeah. But, you know, totally get it. At this point, no one knows that she's stolen the passport, but she's stolen the passport. The police have gone to, it's New, New Walk, N-E-W-A-R-K. Newark. 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 That's it. Newark. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, why did they make it so complicated? Newark. 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 Either either. either. Yeah. Tomato, Um, tomato. (laughs) Potato, potato. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) So anyway, they head to Newark Airport and they start (laughs) to go through all the footage and they can see old Caitlin on the security footage She's got a hat on, she's got a COVID mask, and she's got a yoga mat under her arm. Mm. So like, where is she going with that yoga mat? Bali. Wow. She's actually, you know what? She actually went to Bali in 2019 and did her yoga teacher training. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hang on. What year did you do that? I went in 2020, 2020 to do my yoga. Yeah. So I went to a place called Ubud. Beautiful. But she went to Changu. We've actually got some connections, Caitlin and I, but only within the yoga world. Okay, so she's at Newark Airport International. They're trying to find whereabouts would she go that she'd need a yoga mat, which I thought was a pretty, like, a pretty, like, she could have done yoga in her backyard. It doesn't really matter. Yeah. So that, anyway. Yeah, but it does actually, there is a flight that goes from this 
international airport to Costa Rica. So they're like, this is pretty good. At this point, they don't know that she's got the sister's passport. It's not until June, sometime early June, that they realise that she actually did take the sister's passport because the sister called the authorities and told them, my passport's gone. Wow. So obviously she didn't give it to her. But then like, okay, unless, I don't know about you, but my passports are up in the cupboard. Mm. won't tell you which cupboard. But unless I'm going on an international trip, I wouldn't be looking for them. No, you wouldn't. But you'd think that maybe watching her on the CCTV footage in the airports, they would look at travellers and maybe see her sister was travelling, which clearly she wasn't. Oh, I know, these dumb idiots. I don't really know what the whole process was. And look, who knows, maybe they, maybe she let them know before they reviewed the security footage. I really don't know the, the actual timeline, the exact timeline. But also the sister probably thought, did she take my passport? Because they must have looked similar because it worked for her. Yeah. Hey, we, hey we, we swap all the time. That's right. <laughs> we are twins. We are twins. We Only sw- in the line, just as a joke. That's right. <laughs> and also in school growing up, you know, do the old swaparoo. Yeah. So anyway, they realise that she's gone to Costa Rica on the sister's passport. Now, Caitlin has this beautiful, curly, strawberry blonde, long hair, like stunning, like ringlety long curls. So what she's actually done is she's chopped her hair off to shoulder length and she's dyed it brown. I don't know if she's done that to, obviously she's done that to disguise herself, but maybe it's also to look more like her sister. She's gone to Costa Rica, one-way ticket, and she is just hoping to never be found over in Costa Rica. I've never been, but it sounds quite beautiful. I, I feel like it might be kind of similar to Bali, and it's a real yoga surf kind of destination. So she is just going to go fit right in. I actually follow, there's a YouTube channel called Boho Beautiful that do really beautiful yoga meditation videos. And I know at one point they actually moved to Costa Rica. They're there. It must be like the yogi hub because these guys are like, you know, dominating the yogi YouTube world. So it's where all the cool yogis go. She's there. She's hoping to never be found again. She makes her way to this little tiny town called Santa Teresa. And this is, I mean, it's a beautiful little beach town. There's like one road. A lot of yoga, a lot of surfing. The U.S. Marshals are hot on her trail because they are like, this bitch has gone to Costa Rica to do yoga and just hide out. So they have gone to try and find her. They actually managed to find somebody who had come across her in San Jose, which is the main city. This gentleman was actually at a yoga studio and she happened to be there. And they just got chatting afterwards and I think they were chatting for quite a while that the yoga teacher actually had to say, hey, I need to lock up the studio. Can you guys get out? Move on out. I just, I'm like, this is so weird. Like she's just potentially murdered someone, obviously, like it doesn't look good. Mm. And she's just frigging going to yoga classes. <sighs> it's weird. It's so weird. I just couldn't even imagine. It is weird. It's very weird. So this guy has also said, well, she doesn't actually look like that anymore. She's cut her hair off and it's brown. So now the cop's like, okay, so she's trying to change her appearance. He has mentioned that she has gone to Santa Teresa because the this guy had actually said, you would actually love it in Santa Teresa, this small little town, lots of yoga, this really quaint little beachside town. So it was him that actually recommended this location. So it's quite amazing that detectives found him because I guess there's this big international manhunt going on for her because at this point it is pretty massive over in the media in the US. Wow. And also like Costa Rica, that's, there's a lot of people to, I mean, the yoga community would have to be quite big. Oh, I imagine. I don't know how the US Marshals or the cops found this guy. I think there was a bit of a tip-off because obviously people are like, you know, there's a lot of Americans over in Costa Rica, so maybe they're kind of following the news, someone's seen her, this could potentially be her, and then it's this is like, you know, there's little breadcrumbs that are leading in the right direction. The US Marshals 
head to sanitarizer at the same time when they get there old mate yogi caitlin has actually gone back to san jose no does she get a tip off well no and it's like it's actually so crazy that all of this happened because she almost got away with it but she had booked herself in for a little medical procedure oh botox (laughs) (laughs) she was getting a nose job Oh, of course she was. This is something out of a goddamn, like, Bond movie script. So did she have quite a uh, big nose? <laughs> no, she did <laughs> She wasn't like, oh, this is on my bucket list. I might as well do it while I'm here. She was like, all right, I am going to get myself disguised. Yeah. And no one's going to find me. Yeah, she probably, she really didn't need a nose job <laughs> to start with. So it certainly wasn't something that she was probably thinking about. But she's like, now's my chance. So she goes to get a nose job. So now she's cut her hair off. She's got a teeny tiny nose and she also gets some lip filler. She is working on disguising herself. Did she pay for it? She did pay for it actually because she actually got that $12,000 from a car sale. So she's living off that. Mm. So this cost her about six grand. So funds are getting low. Shit, that's cheap though, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Do you think we should go book on in? $6,000. Do you think you want to go try Botox for the first time in Costa Rica? <laughs> <laughs> I thought that with the nose job. I know. So at this point, the US Marshals are in Santa Teresa. Caitlin's recovering from nose surgery. They're looking around and they're like, holy shit, everyone looks the same. It's all these white yogi girls. Oh, no. I know. And this is the thing. I've been doing yoga for a while, but in the Western world, it just it's quite stereotypical, this one type of person that does it. These skinny white chicks. Okay. Skinny white chicks. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that because yoga is a beautiful practice. But I guess there's a lot of, it must be quite like sceny over in Costa The yoga scene. Yeah. I think there's just probably a lot of like people that are, you know, going to go live in Costa Rica and just do yoga down the beach. Nice. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. I mean, it sounds, it sounds great. So they get there and they realize that this is actually going to be a lot harder than they thought because it really is a yogi hub and a lot of people look the same. So they're looking everywhere for this chick. They've even got one of the female detectives going in and doing yoga in these yoga studios, just hoping that maybe Caitlin might be on the downward dog next door. (laughs) (laughs) So they're not having much luck. So they're almost about to leave and they think, oh, we'll just try this one last thing. We're going to put an ad out in the paper looking for a yoga teacher. No. Yep. So they put an ad out. I actually think they worked with a studio, so it it seemed legit. And they are just waiting waiting for the applicants to come rolling on in. And I'm sure there were quite a lot because a lot of yogis in Santa Teresa, but none of them are her until one day, literally like the last day before they're about to throw in the towel, throw in their yoga towel, they get an application from this woman. And my God, she looks like Caitlin Armstrong. (laughs) Different nose though, right? Yeah, there's just something a little off, but she does kind (laughs) of fit the mould a little bit, just a little bit. So they're like, this could be her. There's just something about her. This could be her. Mm. So they booked in a time for an interview. And then unfortunately, this woman who went by the name Ari had wrote to them saying, I'm so sorry, guys, I actually can't make it because where I'm staying, I actually work there as well. So I'm staying at this hostel just down the road, but they need me to do to man the front desk. So this person was actually staying at the hostel, getting cheap accommodation in return for a little bit of shift work here and there. The detectives go, right, boom, we know where this person's staying. Let's head on down. 
and just see if this is actually her. So one of the detectives starts speaking to her in Spanish. She doesn't actually speak Spanish. So he's trying to communicate with her. She's like, let's Google Translate it. So she pulls out her phone and the detective has to get, or the US Marshal actually, this is his opportunity to get a little closer, you know, just really suss out the features. Mm. So he gets in closer. He's saying his Spanish into the phone and he's looking at her. (laughs) And he's like, those are the eyes. Those are Caitlin Armstrong's motherfucking eyes. Okay, it might not be the nose, something's off, but that's her eyes. <laughs> Boom. What have you done with Caitlin's nose? <laughs> <laughs> so, Fernandez is like, yo, I'm going to stay here, but I am hungry. So, I'm going to go get some food and I'm going to be right back. Ari. And she's like, yeah, 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 cool. Because Google's told her exactly what he said. So, he leaves. And then moments later, Show us your papers! Show us your papers! <laughs> I don't know where they're from. FBI, motherfucker! That's right. <laughs> it's, actually, it's actually the local authorities. And she's like, oh, I don't have any papers. So she's freaking out. They're freaking out. They're saying, go to your room and get your papers. And she's saying, no, I'm not going to my room. She's refusing to go to her room. What? Hang on. What papers? Well, her papers, I guess it's her passport or her visa to be in Costa Rica. Mm -hmm. They want to see her legal documents, whether that's a passport or I don't know what the visa situation is, but they want to know how she's here and on what, you know, what the fuck is she doing here Mm -hmm. and how did she get here? (laughs) She won't answer any questions. So they have the opportunity. They can arrest her now because she's not, she's not giving any papers. (laughs) I just remember. Well, you know, my cat lives nose. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, it's fine. They arrest her. They take her down to the station. They have the manager of the hostel who unlocks Ari's lockbox because everyone has their personal valuable belongings in these boxes. And when they open up this lockbox, what do they find? They find Caitlin Armstrong's nose. Boom! <laughs> And they know it's her. <laughs> they, <Boom. laughs> no, they actually find Caitlin Armstrong's passport. They find the sister's passport and they find a receipt for plastic surgery. Why would you keep your receipt? Maybe she's claiming it back on tax. <laughs> so they go down, they're like, hey, listen, lady, we know it's we know it's you. And she won't give up. She won't give it up. She's like, Mm-mm, my name's Ari. But then they just keep pressing and pressing. And she's like, all right, it's me. It's me. Caitlin Armstrong. <laughs> so they arrest her and they take her back to the United States. Now, I don't know about you, but she's looking pretty guilty. She's looking incredibly guilty. It's not looking good, is it? It's looking very, very bad. It's looking horrendous. So they take her back. She's been arrested for Mariah's murder. She's also now saying that she was running away from Colin because he clearly killed Mariah and she was so scared that she was going to be next. So she had to flee the country. She had to get plastic surgery so he would never find her. What is he going to do? He doesn't come across as some insane assassin. I just He's this kind of lanky, goofy cyclist. Yeah. Hey, but like good story. It's a great story. She's arrested. She's been on the run. It was about 43 days total. Not long. She didn't do too well. She didn't do too well. 
amateur hour. I know. It's quite amazing, though, because imagine if she just stayed in recovery a little longer where she was and didn't come back. It's literally that. Mm. It was that close. I don't know how big Costa Rica is, but I guess she would have been kind of stuck there. So they would have known that she was there. So it was probably just a matter of time. So 43 days. She is arrested. She's taken back to the United States. She's awaiting trial. Her trial was actually set for June 2023. It was pushed out to November. Now, during this time, she is in jail. So I've, I learned this yesterday and maybe I'm getting it around the wrong way. So you're in jail leading up to your trial. And then once you're either convicted or not, if you are convicted, you go to prison. Really? I think so. It's jail and then prison. Are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Mark told me, so I'm just trusting that he didn't, you know, he's not. Maybe. Well, may- look, maybe. Because I do know, though, if you are in jail, right, whether or not they're different, if you have bail and you make bail, then you can wait at home until you're going to trial. So you can make jail bail. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Go home. <laughs> so she's in jail. She's awaiting trial. During her time in jail, she's getting a little frail. No, she's not. No, she starts getting, oh, my leg's really sore. You know, she's getting, oh, she's got a limp. She's not doing well. Mm. She's not doing well. So they have to actually take her out to go to the doctor for some medical procedure or checkup. So in October, which is just a couple of weeks before her trial, she goes to the doctor. She's like, this is my fucking chance. And she... (laughs) Bolts, baby. No. She no. She does a runner. Oh, my God. Well, she's pretty good at doing these runners now. This chick is a super villain. Wow. So she's like, I'm going to give it one more shot. I'm going to give it all I got. And she's <laughs> running, running, running down the street. She also is stripping off her jail tidy whities you know. Stripping down. She's taken her clothes off and she's got another outfit on underneath. I don't know how she got the other outfit, but she is prepared. She's dressed. She's ready to go. She runs about a mile, 1.6 Ks. It's quite far. And there's actually footage of her nearing the end of her mile. <laughs> and she tries to jump a fence, but she doesn't quite make it. Didn't work. And the cops drag her down. Shit. And they get her. Oh, this dumb idiot. Just making it so much worse for yourself. So much worse. Dumb idiot. So she gets rearrested. They put her pajamas back on and they throw her in a jail cell. It goes to trial, super speedy trial, two weeks. In and out. The jury deliberate for two hours. Ooh. It's not looking good for her. No. And Shireen, I invite you to say it with me. We, the jury, find the defendant guilty. guilty. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, she's found guilty. She is sentenced to 90 years in jail. 90? 90. Wow. Or as our Americans, American friends would say, 90. 90 years in jail. And this was just in November 2023. So just like, wow, yeah, not that long ago. So how crazy is this? So since all of this has happened, a lot more information has come out. So it, it turns out that Caitlin had actually been messaging Mariah as early as October 2021 when they had that little fling, basically Ooh. saying... Stay, stay away from my man. Stay away from my man. She'd been messaging and messaging, harassing text messages. And Mariah ended up blocking Caitlin. Yeah. 
there's something else that happened early 2022 where there was another race and all three of them happened to be there at the same time and they were at this dinner. So there's Colin and he's got Caitlin on one side and he's got Mariah on the other side and it's just so incredibly awkward. So awkward. So awkward. Even after that day, it it sounds like Colin was kind of leading Mariah on because Mariah messaged Colin saying, hey... I'm so confused. If you go, if you just want to be friends, I totally understand. My head's spinning. Like, I don't really know what's going on. And then he messages back. Like, he leaves it for a day. Like, leaves her hanging for a day. And messages saying, uh, sorry to put you in that situation. Caitlin was just there because we're business partners. So completely brushes off. You fucking dirty dog. Actually, that's your girlfriend. Yeah. And you're leading Mariah on. Not cool. So he's basically making it sound like he's not with Caitlin, but he is with Caitlin. No excuse for her to do what she did. But a lot of jealousy building up within Caitlin uh, over Mariah. And Mariah's, you know, 10 years younger. She's pro athlete. She, by the way, she like wins all these races. She's just incredible. She just really is so phenomenal. And I'm sure that just really was eating away at Caitlin. Yeah. It's, you know, it's just so typical, these men. They just, oh, you know, they make the other, they are the, the actual girlfriend look crazy when actually, you know what, it's just a shit thing to do. It is a shit thing to do. I mean, it turns out the girlfriend was actually crazy. And the wild thing is, you know, on the outside, <laughs> she's this yoga teacher. There is this way that you live your life within the teachings of yoga. They call it the eight limbs of yoga. So it's almost like the, is it the Ten Commandments, that kind of thing? Mm-hmm. So one of one of these eight limbs is ahimsa, which is do no harm to others. And I mean, obviously, the way that yoga has been put out into the Western world, it's been sort of, I guess, watered down. And when you think about traditionally, the way that these yogis live their lives is not the way that we do it nowadays in the Western world. But mm. it's just crazy to think there's this person, she's going to yoga classes, she's spiritual, she's all about health and wellness. And then she's literally like stalking this woman. It's so horrendous because, Shrein, I actually, they actually found some audio from one of the ring doorbells. No. Oh. oh. Yeah, I heard it and it's not good. It's actually awful. What, did it, what happened? So you don't, all you hear, you hear Mariah screaming. Yeah. And then you hear the gunshots. And it's just so awful because you can just hear the shock and fear in her screams. And it's not like it's like a movie scream where it's this blood curly scream. It's mm. it's like you can just, it's it's so awful. Like it's kind of, it's been really kind of replaying my mind. That's the problem with these podcasts when you do, you know, when you're researching it. It's just so awful what happens out there in the world. And so we hear her obviously realizing what's happening. And then there's two gunshots. And then there's about a six second pause between the third gunshot and then that's where Caitlin has gone and shot her in the heart. Wow. So two two shots in the head, one in the heart. And then she just goes home and goes inside with her yoga mat under her arm and just makes... Like nothing happened. Like nothing happened and just makes out that she'd been in a yoga class. Yeah, she's got a few screws loose, that's for sure. Also, Colin like saying she's definitely not a jealous type of person. It's like she just on the outside was just pretending that it wasn't affecting her. And on the inside, she was, oh, she was so enraged. She was so mad. And it just is so sad because this poor woman who really had nothing to do with it was, you know, the one that was affected and her family. And, I mean, I'm not saying that Caitlin should have killed anyone, but, like, her beef was with her boyfriend, yeah. not with Mariah. So this poor girl, her she had her whole life ahead of her and she was doing amazing things in the world. And it was all just stripped away. And, like... Just for absolutely nothing. I don't even know what 
Caitlin was thinking was, was going to happen. Yeah. Like, what was she thinking? But so when, when she went to trial, did she show any remorse or like with her sentencing? Or was, I guess she's still saying it wasn't her, right? So she, yes, she pleaded not guilty and uh, a whole bunch. Oh, yeah. So a whole lot of information came out and she'd been tracking her boyfriend's movements on his laptop. So, you know, when you like get let's say if you've synced your your iPhone with your laptop. Mm-hmm. So, you know, she could see the messages that were coming through. She could see that he was deleting them all. He had changed her name. She was also tracking Mariah on this kind of, I don't know why they, the, this is even a thing. It seems like super stalkery, but there's an app where you can track people's bike rides. Oh. So it must be like something that cyclists do. So so she was tracking Mariah's, all of her riding leading up to to the murder and so she knew that Colin was going to Mariah's place to pick her up so that's how she she found the address on the laptop so then she's actually gone there she's her car is seen in the area about 10 minutes before Colin comes and picks uh, Mariah up for their date not non-date and then she's just kind of hanging around just waiting just waiting the gunshots are heard at 9 15 so it's like you know 40 minutes after she's been dropped off that she's been murdered Wow. And, um, yeah, really tragic. So what about the bike? Did she go th- throw the bike away in anger too? Oh, or? Yes. So yeah. thank you for bringing that up. I totally forgot. So the funny thing is the bike had Caitlin's DNA on the handlebars in the seat. So she had taken the bike and just dumped it to make it look like a robbery gone wrong. Mm-hmm. And also the gun, it turns out that Colin had actually purchased two guns for protection. So one of them was Caitlin's gun. So the shell casings that they found in Mariah with Mariah in the bathroom and the, the markings on the shell casings matched the gun that belonged to Caitlin. I mean, how dumb are you? Yeah, that, yeah. I mean, the only thing that she tried to do to cover her tracks besides, you know, gapping it and changing her nose was she turned her phone off over the time of the murder. So her phone wasn't being picked up on any of the cell towers. But like that in itself makes you look really fucking guilty because who's turning (laughs) their phone off for 45 minutes? No one. No one. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, look, it's not great. It's really sad. I think about this family and, you know, now that, you know, I'm a mum and I'm, I'm sure you can relate to it, it's just like, oh, you just feel like fucking hell, man. What an absolute yeah. waste. Like, how could you do this to this poor family and this poor person? And it's just sick. And I truly feel like Caitlin Armstrong is so like a true narcissist. And she is, mm. she's like a psychopath. Because she was just had this front and she was just putting out in the world this completely different version of who she truly was. So it's dark, it's gruesome, it's sad, it's, uh, yeah, it's not great. So I guess that leads us to our final, final thought, our final question of the day. And that is, Shireen, can you handle this crime and scandal? Lolly, no. I can't today. I feel it's really, really sad. Mariah obviously was this big, bright, shining light with so many amazing things going for her. And tragically, she's been taken away on something that was based on a lie with this other guy. And unfortunately, there's a a woman that's just got a lot of anger and a lot of issues. And it's just really tragic. Mm. So I feel very bad for the family and, you know, what could have been for her life. Yep, agreed. Can you handle the uh, crime and scandal today? Definitely not. 100% no. It's a big hell no. Yeah, just as you said, it's just so it's just so tragic. It's such a waste. This poor woman got caught up in something that just, it was really nothing to do with her. It wasn't her fault. And honestly, I feel like we hear these stories, we talk about these stories. Well, they just feel like a story or a movie script. But when I heard that audio, honestly, 
I just feel I just feel awful. I feel I actually even feel bad talking about it because this is a real person mm. who and a real family who they just lost their whole world over literally nothing. Like nothing. Yeah. Nothing. So yeah, I can't handle it and it sucks. It does suck. And I hope Caitlin can figure her shit out. I mean, she's going to be in jail for the rest of her life and that's where she belongs. And yeah, I can't handle the crime and scandal today. Blech. Blech. All right. Well, thanks for today, Lolly. It's been a, a very sad story and um, everyone just be kind, look after each other. Yeah. And you know what? Don't be a dirty dog. Yeah. Don't yeah. be savage. Don't be savage. Just don't be shit. This is uh, Lolly and Rainy signing out. Until next time. Have a good one. Until next time, namaste. Love you. Love you, bye. (laughs) Bye.